0: This is Work of the Beat. It is Friday, March 4th, 2022. I'm Kevin Cooney. Thanks for joining us. jam Pack show. Lots to get in here as we will talk on the baseball labor situation a little later. We'll talk James Harden and uh, Joel Embiid as the Sixers are on a nice little roll. We'll even mention the complete apathy that is uh, the Philadelphia Flyers, which had to be in Who? Who? Yeah. 5,000 people last night in that building at Wells Fargo Center.
1: Kevin, are you, I watched I watched parts of it. Why? I don't know. Me and my friend keep asking me. I guess there was nothing else. Are you serious? I didn't know that there was only 5,000 people?
0: The estimate is between five and 7,000 were there last night. What did they announce? Well, they announced 15, but that's oh, okay. Sold, okay, so, so it, was a, it was a Temple basketball or football crowd. Pretty much. Speaking okay. of Temple football. A uh, man, who shared, sorry, man who shared the Temple football beef for a long time with Mr. Kern. And yes, we'll be off to see Villanova the next couple weeks as they go to New York City. And then who else when we get to the NCAA tournament? We'll talk a little bit about the Wildcats. We'll bring up Penn and Temple who head to their conference. Penn is going to the conference tournament, correct, Mike uh, Jansen? Yes,
2: that's correct. Okay. Hey, Jim.
0: Hey, how are you? Um and yeah. and we'll uh, and we'll discuss everything involving the NCAA tournament with Mr. Jensen at this point. Mr. Kern, do you want to take the first question?
1: Uh yeah, Mike. It, at first, I, it's been interesting because the last couple of weeks now, and I, I've started to get into it a little bit. Yeah, you know, I was I was behind the learning curve. I wasn't really paying attention to college basketball that much, and I started to. Pay. It's really like I'm starting to get excited about March. Um, for reasons other than the Sixers, and I'm just wondering if because you know it's, it's a long winter, we all try to get through it. Most of the big five teams weren't doing that well, except obviously for the Wildcats. Are you starting to get excited, Mike, about what the next three or four weeks could bring to your neck of the world? Well, well sure, sure. I mean, it's 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 good to have people
2: paying attention to college basketball, which is good for our business, and that's uh, that's what's going on. So. Sure, and and I think this is a, to your point, I think it's an up for grabs kind of NCAA tournament, so that that'll be interesting.
1: Mike yeah, and, you, and you and you and Mike Sealski, for those who are listening to us, will will be there for the inquiry and so we will be in good hands with the wild kittens.
2: Yeah, uh, Mike and I are going to uh, the Garden for the Big East, and then we will, as as long as Villanova feels like playing basketball, we'll write about it.
0: Uh well Mike this is the first Big East or this is going to be the first NCAA tournament it's going to feel like a normal one obviously in three years I mean twenty was canceled twenty one was all in Indiana bonus is that you know twenty two in this year the East Regional is going to be in Philly um you talk about it there's not that super team you know last year Gonzaga was undefeated everybody kind of thought Baylor Gonzaga would be the final. But it feels like this is more of a normal NCAA tournament this year, correct?
2: Yeah, because you got good young players on some teams, you got veterans on other teams. Uh, there, you you don't have like, boy, that's that's the lottery pick surrounded by veterans. Um, you could see, you know, one of eight teams winning it. So that's that's kind of unusual to tell you the truth.
0: Let's start with Villanova, and obviously the Wildcats are going to finish second at least in the regular season the big east uh providence wins the big east regular season title but i think most would consider them the favorite going into the garden strictly because of their senior leadership or have they just played substantially better than providence coming down the stretch here
2: well like they played some, you know four points better than providence coming down the stretch Right. i mean both games were 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 great games to the, to the last possession so you know they they're, they they got them both on the other hand, you know, but Providence,
0: Providence has leaked, leaked oil a little bit here at the end, it looked like. I mean, they, they struggled against, um, was it Butler they had the triple overtime game against uh, last week? I mean, there's been...
2: Uh, Butler was the game that came from, like, 18 down and won an overtime.
0: Xavier was the uh, triple Xavier overtime. was the triple overtime game, right? Right,
2: right. So, I don't know. I, I wouldn't even say le- leaking oil somehow found a way to win those games, which was Providence's Big East season. Where, I mean, it's funny because when uh, Villanova was up at Providence, I went was just leafing through the Big East stats before the game, and I'm like, okay, what is Providence good at? It's like nothing were they superior to the rest of the Big I mean, nothing. They didn't lead the Big East in any single statistical category like, other than winning basketball games.
1: Yeah.
2: And you saw against Villanova, even though they didn't win the games, know how how they managed to do that so yeah I mean Villanova I think a lot of people would say is maybe the team to beat but again Marquette kicked their butt twice Mm -hmm. so you know Villanova's they're they're not above above the pack they don't have a lottery pick either
0: no and and also you have UConn who beat Nova a couple weeks ago up in Connecticut and play fairly well if Dan Hurley ever keeps his head together that's a pretty good team there so
2: yeah, well, that, that, that's a big ask. That is a big ask. I, I, I haven't seen that happen, but <laughs> other, otherwise, yeah. Uh, I mean, I still think, you know, it, it's not a anyone can beat anyone. You can, you can rule out some of the teams, but, you know, Villanova's not the
1: type that they can just go in there against the St. John's and say, we got this. Mike? Yeah, Mike, I thought you did a good job this week talking some of the Villanova people off the ledge who obviously were, you know, emailing you about what the, what the Cats can't do or what Jay should do or what – and I, I just look at this team and I'm, I'm like, look, they don't have a lot of height, they don't have a lot of depth, and they're not particularly quick. But, hey, this is where they are. I think Jay's done a really good job with this team. They got a great back for it. They shoot foul shots at the end of the games. They slow games down. Is that sort of your – I mean, I think Jay's done – And I don't think Jay ever does bad jobs, but I think he's done a pretty good job with this team. And I know there's some people that always expect more because that's the way it is, but is that kind of your impression with this? Yeah. I think there's a
2: recognition that this is who we are. This is what we've got. This is what we can use to our advantage. So sorry, you're going to get 35 minutes of Jermaine Samuels Mm -hmm. and Justin Moore and Gillespie and, and, you know, Caleb Daniels gets a lot of minutes off the bench, but he's it. And then they'll they'll work in, it's been interesting. You see Ryan Arch getting a little more minutes than maybe, you know, Jordan Longino, you know, trusting a, a third-year guy or whatever your guy Arch is versus a, a, a first-year guy. And that's, yeah, and, and the point I was trying to make in the column was, so is everybody else. Providence has starters averaging 23 years old. Yeah. Uh, that's who their guys are. There, there are no third-year players in the starting lineup for Providence. Uh, and then, you know, Jared Bynum comes off the bench, um, and uh, Ed, Ed Crosswell, the LaSalle transfer, who are, you know, <laughs> everyone is 22, 23 years old. So, you know, thinking you can just, oh, we can just, you know, have our guys fresh because we can play our uh, a longer rotation. Uh, you're going to lose a
1: couple games that way in the Big East, and, and hey, I got one, do that. one more. How good, Mike? Because I watch games, but you watch more games than I do. And you're how good is Colin Gillespie? I mean, I know you talk all the time about you know nobody's got lottery picks. I don't know if Colin's going to get drafted or where he's going to get drafted. But as a college player, because I never thought he would be this good. But how good do you see him as somebody who's going to see a lot of him in the next? few weeks, you know, is he the kind of guy that can carry a team now and then? I think he and Justin Moore, let me throw
2: them together. I sure. think if, if you have six, seven wings, six, six wings who can really play tough defense.
0: Mm-hmm. So
2: I'm using the Marquette model. I'm talking okay. about Rutgers. Those kind of guards, they can make life difficult for those guys. And they can, and, and you know, Baylor did it completely. Sure. Uh, you, they're, they they can't. But if you don't have that, if if right. you can't do that physically, they're going to kick your butt. Uh, you know they they know the game better than you do. So yep. if you don't have that physical advantage, they have the mental advantage, and and th- that advantage swings wildly their way. So you know it's 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 a matchup thing.
0: Purdue is yeah. the other Purdue's the other team, kind of in that mold that would give no trouble, I think, in the tournament.
2: That, yeah, well, they played each other, and, and right. yeah. And, and I mean Villanova had a 10 point lead with 10 minutes to go or something like that I was up at the game and as good as Ivy is and he's he's had as good a year as any guard in the country he's not that six seven guy he's a six three guy he's he's an offensive force that they have to deal with right but you know they they, they can they can play against a lot of these these teams uh, you know it, it's one of those Villanova teams where you don't expect them to get to the final four. But, man, they're they're almost like one of those old Temple teams where if somebody gets Villanova over the draw, they'll be like, ah, oh,
1: we <laughs> Who'd you draw? Temple. Whoa. <laughs> what was that, the Kevin Kelvin Sampson? What was that, Rick Kelvin Barnes. Sampson? And Rick Barnes, right. <laughs> yeah. 2001, who'd you get? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mike Jensen from the Inquirer Transits. All right, you mentioned Gillespie, and the easy – the easy comparison is obviously, because they're both Bucks County, they're both guards, is Archie Diacono But I almost think he's different. You know who I view him as, Mike? And I don't know if you agree with me on this. I almost view him as, like, Nova's answer to what Woj uh, uh, was down at Duke. You know, where he he annoys everybody. Like, Arch kind of had the smile. And Arch Arch can make everybody, like, you know, oh, look at him hustling and everything. Gillespie gets under guys' skin, and I think that's what makes him different than what Archidiakona was. Would you agree or not?
2: Well, in, in a different way, though, than Woj, because Woj was that slap-on-the-floor defender, which was yeah. just flat annoying, right? Yeah. Uh, Gillespie's not that guy. Gillespie's the guy who's just... He's just not even going to, uh, you know, give you half a smile. He's just going to be a killer. And I think he's a killer on the offensive of end, where, where he is... He is different than Arch. I agree with that. The Arch comparison
1: it's they're kinda lazy.
2: yeah. In, in in different ways, but where the now is a fifth year player, if if you take a wrong step as a defender, he makes you pay for it. Uh he and he will he'll, he'll step back three or he'll take you into into the lane and, and work you inside. So, you know, as far as Basketball IQ and and obviously Arch had that too. So there's where the comparison is, but they they, they do it in different ways for sure.
1: Yeah, Mike, if the if the kittens win the Big East title, which of you is, like you said, it's no given. Um, there are teams that could, but if they did, could you see them as the two seed in Philadelphia?
2: Yeah, if they I mean,
1: if they won I, two games, you know, if they won two yeah, games,
2: I I I think they would be a two seed. Uh, The question is, you know, how far up in the two seed? Because I don't think it would be fair. You know, first of all, who's come? You know, Philly doesn't have an obvious one seed. Right. Uh, So somebody's coming in, whether it's, it's Kentucky or Arizona or Kansas, whoever's winning those leagues and getting the top seeds. Somebody gets shipped to Philly and I can't see them. Like it's fair if it's a four or five kind of game. But it wouldn't, to me, be at all fair to give them Philly as the two-seed if, like, the overall number one is here, right. right? So, right. but they say they're not going to care about that. If they're if if they're eligible, the committee, if they're even a three-seed, then it's a one-out-of-four chance. So even as a two-seed, I'm going to say it's a one-out-of-four chance. You know, they're just going to follow the bracket S-curve um, and, and – land where they do i don't think it matters this is like 2016 where they ended up in louisville with Kansas. right
1: did, did we though. ever find out in 16 i'm trying because obviously kevin and i were both there w- with you did we ever find out why they didn't get philadelphia in 16 like why they put them because they lost i know the Big at, East. after the tournament after villanova had won and ross jay did say hey we were a little disappointed that we didn't go to philadelphia but he didn't say anything until after the tournament.
2: Because the kid committee doesn't care about a two-seed. Why should they? Right. I, I agree with you. Yeah. Plus, Plus also. I mean, then, you, then you're giving the one-seed a disadvantage. I
1: totally right. agree with you.
0: Plus, remember, they lost to Seton Hall the night before. So they were yeah. not the Big East champions. And that did carry weight. And North Carolina, right. I think, was the one-seed here. Correct, Mike?
1: Yeah, it was no North Carolina definitely the one, the one. Yeah, they, they played Notre Dame in the East in the East final. And Michigan right.
0: State was the two, and then that got blew up because Michigan State lost in the first round, if I'm not mistaken. That may have been a two fifteen or, uh, anyway, that got bl- – Speaking of yeah. Jay uh, uh, Jensen, uh, speaking of Jay, okay, he's now sixty years old, and this this weekend we're going to hear. Actually, for the next four weeks, we're going to hear the Coach K flowers and tributes and all that. And it also makes you realize no no Roy anymore after next month. No Shashevsky. OK. In college basketball. I mean, no Bayheim soon. No Bayheim soon. Yeah. In, in college basketball. Jay's going to be. It's him and Izzo. At this point, maybe Calipari. Calipari, guy in it's Kansas, real, too. Guy in Kansas. Oh, the guy with yeah. the ba- with the bad toupee. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Self. Sorry.
1: Yeah. No.
2: Jay's in that stratosphere for sure, and for national championships for sure. Yeah. That. That's that. That. That's the way it is. That's the way it's going to be. Um.
0: And we're you know, we've gone from the gonna, is he going to go not people think he might be 50 he's 60. That, right you know he's right that was going to be my question we've gone from the is Jay going to jump to the NBA qu- question to how much longer do you think Jay does this question like yeah. I don't see Jay, I don't see Jay doing this till he's 75.
2: yeah and he probably doesn't either I would guess but you never know you because how many of these guys stop before they're 70 that are at that level who stops right. Yeah. yeah. When's the last last guy who stopped it and said sixty three? I'm good. You know, yeah. I mean, you can go back to that. Al Al McGuire was the classic example. The guy who won it, stopped. He was he was done. But I can't think of the guys who. So Jay yeah, is as crazy as the rest of them. Um, so you never know. I mean, I I don't rule out the NBA. I don't think there's been a perfect situation, uh, and and. You know, it would take a perfect situation. It would take everything perfect. I do rule out him going to another college job. I think those 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 trains left the station, you know, some some time ago.
1: And and he's got. He thinks he has the best job in America. Yeah. I I mean, whether he does or he doesn't, I I don't know. But I mean, like Jay can do whatever he wants, basically. I believe he's the third highest
2: paid coach in college basketball, uh, and you know number one or number two is retiring Shevsky. So I think Calipari is the only guy who's making more money than him. Um, so Villanova's, you know, taking care of him. Uh, like you said, I mean, he's, you know, he's, he, he, he calls the shots uh, and, you know, and, and, you know, we've, we've talked about, it, everybody's talked about it. He's talked about a lot about being, you know, being, being in a pro town is, is great that, you know, every, everything isn't dissected like it is, in Kentucky, I was just down there talking to, you know, Bruiser, and and you know, Bruiser's seen the world, and he said it's different. You know, as yeah. far as know. <laughs> it's different than Indiana. I mean, and he's talking about it for the players. He's, he wasn't talking about it for for himself personally, but for for, for Cal too. But uh, you know, everybody in the state knows everybody's business on and off the court. That's different. That's not true. But look
1: at look at, here's another year. Does he have a great team? No, but I don't know who does have a. Great... He's 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 one of those ten teams or twelve teams or whatever, and like nobody's almost paying attention. You know that we will. He's got it great, and if God forbid they make a long run, he's a hero. And if God forbid they lose in the second round or the third round, they'll say, "Hey, we got two national titles here. That we you know, and and we had a great season. And I mean it. it you know, now I don't know what the future holds. I, I I'm sure he's got a good some good players there, and he's got going to have more good players coming in, but I don't see it ever changing. I re- I don't see Villanova ever being like four or five years from now, a team that goes 500 two years in a row. I just don't see that. I don't know if I see any more national titles, but I don't see that.
2: No, I can't, I, I can't argue with that. The, re- the recruiting, they've got, they've got it rolling, and especially the East coast, DC, all, all, all the way up. Uh, you know, if, if, they're they're in the choosing business as opposed to the finding business.
0: Mike Jensen joining us. All right, let's touch on everybody else as we head into conference tournament weekend. Let's start with Temple, who was pretty humiliated last night. At, at and they're not. It's not alone because Houston's pretty good. Uh, they had
1: been playing better though, Kev.
0: Yeah, before that. Yeah, but Houston's very good. Houston is a talented
2: version of Temple uh, in terms of they they've yeah. got. Uh, a higher level of player who plays just as hard um, as the Temple guys. I, I like Temple's team this year. I like where they've gone. I like where they're going. Uh, I'm go, I'm going there Sunday for their last, last home game. I'll write a column next week before the AAC. But but Houston, I mean, they're in the Final Four for a reason, and, and Temple's not quite going to make the NCAA for a reason.
0: Are they – how big a step year was this for, for Aaron and company? I mean, because it – The last couple years, obviously, with the pandemic, it got difficult with the changeover and and all that. But it feels like that they did take a a proven step forward here to get back to where they used towards maybe contending for an NCAA tournament.
2: Well, I think it was a massive step uh, for uh, for fans. Maybe the fans didn't come rolling back into the building, but. A couple of close friends I have are Temple fans who are just excited to be able to watch the team. Um, you know, it was a very watchable product. They played yeah. tough, hard defense. And I think it's a massive step for local recruiting. Okay, we got this going in the right direction. So I, I don't discount anything they did as being really important. That if Aaron was going to get it going, um, you know, this was an important year. And, and
1: Mike, didn't they, le- didn't they lose their leading scorer like in December?
2: Yeah, now interestingly, I I would say they sort of, they did, uh, and Battle was their leading scorer, but it was one of those things where, to me, they couldn't play Damian Dunn and Battle. Those are two offensive guys. You know, you don't have two basketballs, so they could replace a scorer with a scorer and then have defense around. So, as strange as it sounds, they could withstand that hit. When, if it had been like, you know, Defensive guys, it might have been even even harder. Even though Battle's a really good player, if it was if it was Battle that was there and Dunn had gotten hurt, then they'd still be really doing well. I think. Okay.
0: You know. Do they need to win one game in Fort Worth for an NIT berth at this point?
2: I I I, I uh, and and Mike will verify this. I've never been in the NIT bracketology business.
0: I understand, <laughs> but. No, Kevin. Yeah, what, Mike, the NIT, the NIT actually is not a bad thing for them this year if they go. Would you agree in all years I, I, I'm
1: not arguing. In all the years I sat next to Mike, whenever the NIT came up in any discussion, <laughs> he was just he was out, out the door. He was he
2: was going to get it get a nice tea. It's
1: like yeah. <laughs> just like you are now, right? But but like Kevin says though, for this team this year, this would be good. Yeah, sh- sure, I guess. Sure, fine, yeah. But it's
2: already been good. I don't think yeah, NIT right. is, is much of a cherry on top of a season that they've, gotcha. they've proven themselves.
0: Well, no. it's just another chance for them to play another game, and I think that's probably a couple of week, more days of practice. I'm sure Aaron yeah, would maybe, probably and say maybe
1: that. Yeah, maybe make a run. Who knows? I, I guess. I'm not even – I'm
0: like I said, I'm not Joe NIT. I'm not a believer
2: <laughs> that a run this year means two shits for next yeah. year. <laughs>
1: How about the CB? How about the CBI? Are you into the CBI or Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: CBI still exists? Yeah, yeah. I don't,
1: let me let me close the window. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll <laughs> never forget the year, uh, 2012, when Villanova was 14, 13 and 19, I guess. And Jay was seriously contemplating going to that tournament. And we looked at him and we're like, Jay, no. He's like, oh, no, we get a chance to practice. And we said, you know, if you lose one more game, you're going to set a school record for losses. The next day, it came out, and Jay had a big smile on his face. He's like, we're not going to play
0: this. <laughs> I was like, Good move, coach. Good move. Uh, Penn is the other team that has an outside shot, at least at the i or at a tournament bid. They have to win the Ivy. They're right now in third behind Yale. Uh, Princeton is the leader. Um, I, I I don't I don't you know. Look, they're under five hundred. Princeton's twenty-one and five. I would think most people believe that Princeton's probably the favorite going into that tournament. Would you agree? And much? they're
1: playing at Harvard, right, Kevin? Yes. Yeah, with, without
0: Harvard being In the there, tournament, right?
1: right.
2: And uh, the good news for them and everyone who makes the tournament, it's two games. Yeah. So two games is literally an anything can happen. Princeton's the favorite, the clear favorite. they be pretty the good. They're, pretty they're good. playing Penn this weekend, so they haven't swept them yet. But they're uh, it's uh, tomorrow at the Palestra. Uh If this is if you're listening to this on Friday, it's on Saturday. If you're listening yeah. to this on Saturday, go to the Bluestair. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but but Princeton's the favorite. I mean, Yale was the favorite. Uh, you know, Jordan Dingle kept scoring 31 points a game against Yale and Harvard, uh, so you can't rule out Penn. I, I throw out the non. They had a vicious non-league. Schedule and between that and injuries, you know, can can Penn win two games? Yeah, they're the team. That, I mean, as as we all know, winning two games is way different than winning, you know, the four games that sometimes it takes to to get through the
1: these other tournaments. And Mike, aren't they uh, the like one of the youngest teams in Division One? I I thought I heard the uh, yeah, because
2: because none of them played last year, so so right. They, right. So that that's that is a little different, uh, for, for, for sure. I mean, t- to me, I said early in the year, I said this looks like a fourth place Ivy team. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they they don't have AJ Broder, just a guy. Then Bingle turned out to be that guy. They could throw games on his back, but there's still. It, it would be a surprise. I I think they I think they've not underachieved, but they uh they were overachieved. I think they achieved right on
1: the mark to get where they they've been in the Ivy League. So you know, good for them. Hey, by the way, before Kevin asks his next question, great job on Fran O'Hanlon.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That that was, was it me. It was Silski. <laughs> I'll tell you. Was it Mike?
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> But
2: you you know weren't the Fran- only person. I think it was Steve Donahue who said, "Great job on the on the Franny O. story." I said, "Yeah, thanks." <laughs> you
1: know, I mean, look, you know, Franny, you know Franny O. well. The Franny right? story, believe me. <laughs> yeah, I wrote I'm a good book on Kobe, by the way. Too, I it's awesome. To Mike, yeah. what Mike? What was his nickname um, when he played like overseas or something? Didn't he have that? Well, he had two cool. nicknames. In the Hill
2: League, he was Rainbow Johnson.
1: Rainbow Johnson, oh. that's the one.
2: But then in Sweden, he was Francis Francis Dribbler. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And remember this. I, as I told Sealski, the, the when I went up to do a story on him, we got that job. We went to a restaurant to eat, and there was like three people waiting ahead of us. He goes, come on, we're out of here. I'm like, what do you think? He goes, you never wait for a line in Easton. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's go somewhere else. <laughs> Whatever. One well, of um, the great people walking. Exactly. I, I just wish they would given him the pen job when Dunst left. But the, that's
2: history. One of the great pound-for-pound pound basketball coaches, too. I, I sort of have a a list of, you know, it's, it's not a long list. It's, it's actually a very short list of, of guys you wanted to coach in the big five. You know, Mahalik was on it. O'Hanlon was on it. Brew was on yeah. it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's a good list, Mike. That is a good yeah. list. Um, Drexel's going to go to the uh, CAA tournament. They're the four seed. This isn't last year, though, is it, for them? Like, it's not. I, 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 it's going to be last year for somebody in the CAA. Why well, not then?
2: I, I would put it that way. They, they've got guys. They could. They could. They could. They could do it. Uh, you know. I. 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 Plead guilty to not seeing enough of the upper ranks of the CAA right. to know that. You know. I, I. think Hofstra's got a good team. If someone, what is it? it who's the top seed? UNC Wilmington. UNC Wilmington. Yeah. Yeah. So. So if, You know. I think Hofstra is more the people's choice to. <clears throat> come out of there if it's not UNC Wilmington.
0: And and I think I, I think it says it all when I put them ahead of both, uh, when I put the Dragons ahead of St. Joe's and LaSalle. And forget what they're going to do in the tournament or whatever's going to happen to u Where are those programs right now? I know every time we talk about it with you, you know, they kind of have a similar profile of small Catholic school, private, you know, it, it, swamp by Nova and and everything at this point, um, but Ashley and uh, it's a real well, tough. Con- they are as programs, as schools, as leagues,
2: as gyms. They both had disappointing seasons. Period. Right. Right. Um, so where are they? Two teams that had very disappointing seasons. The third and fourth years of the coaches. That so they-
0: how they so how they turn it around? Can you? Can you win at those places anymore?
2: well, I mean the answer is yes, always. I mean you can you can find it is is it tough? Sure. If we want to get into the 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 weeds of what's tough about being LaSalle, boy, that that's a long conversation. What's tough about being St. Joe? What's tough about being in the A ten, being the Big Five with surrounded by the Big Ten. absolutely, there are all sorts of issues, but you know, some somebody wins the A10 and somebody contends in the A10, so you know it's 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 still it's still plausible. But it was just it was a disappointing year for those two programs.
0: Final question: Is the Shashevsky storyline going to engulf everything in this tournament until Duke is out
2: nationally? Sure, uh, and if he comes to Philly, sure. Even 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 locally, I mean. You know, in, in some ways, to me, the NCAA tournament is a local tournament where, you know, the national tournament, yeah, it's Krzyzewski, last, last ride of Mike, but it's not like, you know, Krzyzewski is the guy so many love to hate that it, there's that dynamic.
0: He's um, also the guy know. CBS has kind of shoved down everybody's throat for 40 years. With yeah, this. so it's hard to soften Mike,
2: um, you know, and, and I'm one who really respects him uh, and, but, yeah, no, that's, that's, that's the storyline that will be shoved down your throat for as long as,
1: as Duke exists in this tournament. Hey, 30 years ago this month, wow. greatest game in NCAA history, and I was there, and wouldn't that be wild if Duke ended up in the East? Like, you know, it was a two or whatever they are, and God forbid.
2: Duke Kentucky playing. won two. There we go.
0: Well, I mean, look. Oh, me now, now I'll plead conspiracy theory. If that happens and it's Duke Kentucky in Philly – I believe that Turner well, and CBS have had their hand in this whole thing. I, I don't know if
1: if one of them can be a one. Maybe I guess Kentucky could be a Kentucky one. Kentucky will be
0: a one. Yeah,
1: um, they want the to Yeah, so I mean it'd be, a
0: it'd
1: be a different building, but I, I'll say this for all the conspiracy theory. I I want that. I I, I want Cal and 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 Coach Head in in, in if they've got to win, they both won three games and they got to the uh, even though Cal wasn't the coach in '92. Maybe it will bring Patino. See, I think Patino actually could make a little mini run in this tournament. I think his team's really good. Nobody's He's going, going to, to play him. Yeah, He's going to be a 12 seed, and I'll tell you what, there's a real good chance he could upset the five and then whoever he would get in the four seed or whatever. But, man, Kentucky, Duke, 30 years. I can't believe it's been 30 years. I Kentucky on one, day. Duke two, Villanova three seed
2: in the East.
1: Oh.
0: Try getting tickets to that <laughs> pocket. Duke, Duke, Villanova, Sweet 16. Oh, <laughs> wow. That would be. Hey, did, you see,
1: did you guys see? I'm sure you did. The tickets for that game tomorrow, Duke Carolina, six o'clock. Going for more than the Super Bowl. They're going for over $5,000. Yeah. And I don't know. what I mean, I'm sure, you know. Well, Dana's the, there. Yeah, but she ain't paying five grand. She's not paying five um, grand. No. Uh, I, I mean, it's unbelievable. And I didn't look. He's the winningest coach. He's got five titles. I get it. and there's, But, man, that's unreal. I, I'm, I'm sorry. But. I did
0: find it interesting, Mike Jensen, if you had seen him on PTI last night with uh I did. and Woban. I did. He ripped into the NCAA pretty good for not listening to the coaches. And yeah. he said that's the one biggest thing that like he won't miss is dealing with the NCAA, which I found very interesting because I never pictured – Krzyzewski is the guy who's going to take the f- flamethrower to Indianapolis, but he did a little bit.
2: Yeah, he gets he gets ornery for sure on some of the things if he's not listened to. Uh, and sometimes other coaches get ornery back at him saying, hmm, that was good for Duke, but is it good for college basketball? I, di- I didn't hear the
1: PTI the, the, the he, he
0: said but- that basically they, they don't listen to co- – uh, Mike, correct me if I'm wrong. They don't listen to coaches, that they just go and they've created this mess that college basketball is in. Pretty much his exact yeah. words.
1: Well, that, I mean, that was part of it. That, yeah. yeah, he was off for like eight minutes. Yeah. That was part of it. Yeah,
2: gotcha. Talking transfer portal and all the rest. Is that what he was engineering on? Transfer
0: portal, I think, uh, ignoring the idea of paying players for all this time, all that. So
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Mike Jensen has joined us, Mike. Uh, we've kept Mike uh, away, from, uh, away from beverages on a Friday afternoon for long enough. Not uh, completely away. Not completely away. Uh, Mike will be in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I I, we, I, hope he goes and honors Giuliano by going to the Italian restaurant one time. What do you think, Kern? Oh, he's got – yeah, but uh, – they have Italian yeah. restaurants in New York? Is that true? Trey Calari.
1: Trey <laughs> Calari, pal. You got to go – you and Sealski. You got to go and then and then uh, call Joe when you're No there. offense, but I worked
2: in New York – my daughter lives That's true. in New York. That's true. I don't That's true. need restaurant, restaurant recommendations from from so, you guys for oh. it's, it's a big city. But, but, okay, excuse me.
1: this you. is a this is a tradition, though. It's a tradition. <laughs> Joe found this place, or I think I, I don't know, whatever. And uh, it's his place. And then Kevin loves it, and I love you know. I mean, I could go to the to the uh, White Castle right around the corner. I'd be happy. But um, you
0: what, if you guys classy come up, like up that? There,
2: bring Joe. Get in the car.
0: You know what? If they get to the Saturday night, I'm up. All right. You know what? That's a thought. If they get to the Saturday night, You're I'm up. To have to go to the games. Just come to the restaurant. Road trip. Road trip. <laughs> Road trip. Don't laugh. <laughs> we'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thank hey, you very Mike, much. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy it. Talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Mike Jensen joins us, and we'll be back on working the beat right after these messages. All right, thanks to Mike Jensen of the Philadelphia Inquirer for joining us follow him and Mike Silski throughout the NCAA tournament with Villanova I love
1: talking college too I and do this is this but is my this is my favorite month of the year well I know March was your favorite because then you went to spring training and, and but yeah, we had a great run in 16 obviously yeah. i mean who didn't um
0: i but, even enjoyed I 17 found, I, in buffalo
1: yeah, I apologize to Mike sealski for forgetting that he actually did the Fran O'Hanlon story. It was a great story. Um, I don't know if people, like, I covered two national titles in my life. Uh, the Villanova football team in 2009, which was tons of fun. And the 16 Wildcats, because I wasn't there for the 18 Wildcats. Neither was I. I left line in. But, man, right. 16 was fun. I mean, you and I, were first of all, we spent a weekend up there covering St. Joe's. Yeah. As they won the Atlanta well, I covered 10. I had
0: covered Nova and then I went to St. Joe's. Oh, right. You did both. Okay. I, I did both. Because they were in right. Brooklyn. Right. That's right. Then we went right back up
1: to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. For the two games where and then Jay finally got over that second round for Iowa. Iowa. Hey, by the way, yeah, Iowa's playing pretty good now, Jack's brothers team. Yeah. They've won they had a big win last night over Michigan.
0: They probably ended Michigan's hopes last night.
1: Probably, and I think they've won, like, six or last seven or something. Mm-hmm. But anyway, and then to go to Louisville, we had a great – and I I don't think we were sure we were coming out of Louisville. You know, we knew they had a chance.
0: When but, they beat Miami the way they beat Miami, I thought they're going to the Final Four.
1: Yeah, but midway through the Kansas game, you, you probably did. Yeah. Um, you, you know, early in the second half, whenever Kansas took the lead um, – and then, you know, we got to the Final Four, and, you know, they're playing a team that beat them by 24, but we thought they had a chance against Oklahoma. I mean, we didn't think they'd beat them by 50. Right. And I think we all thought they had a chance against Carolina, but I think if you put a gun to our heads, we probably would have said Carolina.
0: And you know, if, if, Mike, I, have mo- I had as much fun going to Buffalo the following year with Terry Toohey in the middle of a snowstorm.
1: Oh, no, Buffalo was great. Buffalo um, was great, too. I, I mean, I we were there. Dana was there. Bob Ford was there. Joe was there. Trying to think who Chewy. the hell was there. We had good time. We yeah, had good Terry fun.
0: myself, yeah.
1: Yeah, but it just was, you know, f- losing again in the second round, you know. But then again, they won the title the following year. So what the hell? I mean, but but that run in sixteen, Kevin, because for you and I, it was really four weeks because we spent two weekends in Brooklyn, right? And I'd never really been to Brooklyn before. And um, I love that building. I still say that St. Joe run in the eight ten was as fun as it gets.
0: I love that. I, I love that building. that building. That building, uh, yeah. Barclays Center, is everybody talks about the Garden. Barclays Center is just as good to watch well, a game. But
1: well, when we went back to the hotel after St. Joe won, we went back to a hotel where they were going to, you know, find out where they were going. Manhattan, right? It was me, you, Neil Hartman, Terry. Yeah, uh, no, Terry was
0: no, I no, Terry went there, to Terry right? no, went home with Nova. Okay, so who it was, was me, you? you. Who was there? Were you do Were you doing it for both the Inky and the Daily?
1: Ah, uh, that's a really good question, Kevin. I might have been, I might have been.
0: Yeah, it um, wasn't. It, there wasn't a lot of people there. Yeah, you know what? Juliano? actually, I think, was there because Giuliano.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Uh, I thought Juliano rode home with us.
1: No, because I was selection Sunday. Joe yeah. had to be going over. Yeah, that's
0: true. Somebody so rode home with us.
1: I, the only three I remember are you, uh me, you, and Neil. And I'm sure I'm leaving a couple other people out because I remember we and were sampling for a place.
0: And that was Phil's what? last big moment. That was Phil's last well, big no, moment. They,
1: in they, had, they won an NCAA game, and then they true. almost beat Oregon, right? Um, but yeah, it, it, that was a great run. It, it was just a great. I mean, look, every championship run's a great run, but yeah. but the way it happened, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you, you know that they hadn't gotten past the second round the two years before that, and then they did. And then they blew Miami out. And then, you know, they're playing big bad Kansas. And Jay's had some really good wins over Kansas in his career. Yeah. I, I was
0: thinking about yeah, that. Yeah, one two years later in the in the re, in the national right. semi. But, but
1: but there was one in like fourteen with Arch where they yeah. won down in Bahamas or something. Yeah. And then in 06 or something, there was that game, that snowstorm game where Kansas came in. They beat the crap out of them. And that was like Jay's first really big kind of national win. Um yeah, and then you get to the final four, and I mean, you know, they they played in a piece of crap arena, in a, in a you know, a, a, but but we had we had a blast. Yeah. I mean, it was just, you know, and then it happened. I mean, you know, mm. Chris Jenkins for yeah. the championship yeah. onions. Yeah,
0: <laughs> um, let's get to other stuff here. Let me let me talk baseball first. Um,
1: there so, is no baseball cap.
0: Yeah, uh, first two series are wiped out. More probably to come. Uh, Owners and players may start meeting next week. Um, But you've made this point before to me
1: and other people have made it that you don't think the owners really care that much about April.
0: I don't. I don't. And I think if it just had kind of died on its own, people would have been, okay. But when you raised everybody's temperature the other day that maybe this would get saved and, and, and all that I think that did more damage.
1: And apparently that was a that was a thing from people said major league
0: baseball. Oh, the baseball uh, was floating that. Baseball completely right. floated that.
1: Right. So yeah, I don't know what that means. I mean but
0: But I think the one thing that's come become pretty evident when we all talk about stuff with this. I think this idea though that they they sold everybody that they were close and not did more harm. And the other part is Mike Rob Manfred can't be the commissioner of the sport when this is sure, on. Sure, he can because as long as the owners
1: want him, it's not about. If they had a problem with him, Kevin, he'd be gone. It's just like Goodell or any other commissioner. Yeah, if, but
0: but he's he's viewed as almost a complete scapegoat possibility here. That's why yeah, I think.
1: But but if if they replace him with somebody, he'd be the same person. You're never going to have a commissioner like maybe you had 40 50 years ago that might actually um,
0: step up and say no yeah I,
1: I, I get it yeah i mean like david stern was that guy i guess took the nba through some tough times mm-hmm. uh i just think it's tough being a commissioner now because you're you're the, the thing i don't like about rob Manfred. And you know better than i do cuz you're more baseball like he smiled the other day right he, he, everybody said, like
0: completely just, tone deaf yep
1: just don't act like an idiot it's
0: Ken Davidoff's last day for the Newsday baseball correspondent. His last day before retirement, and f- freaking Manfred then makes a joke about, "Oh God, you, you know, like that," and not like just, it was that laughing but serious kind of moment. Like, dude, yeah. you don't do that.
1: The, the The problem with all this is, and, and look, this could be hockey. This could be football. This could be this could be any sport. It's mm-hmm. Not just I mean, baseball. hasn't had a labor stoppage in. Yeah, twenty five years. So whatever.
0: So when um, do they come back?
1: I, I Kevin.
0: I I, I I and will you care when they come back?
1: You know that eventually we'll care if the Phillies are good and are in contention, we'll care because that's what we do. Um, if they stink and are in last place, which I don't think they will be, we'll care. We'll be talking playoff uh, scenarios if they're in the wild card hunt or the division hunt. Or whatever. The part about this that, that irritates me, especially with all we've gone through in the last two years, is the people who are going to get hurt by this. Are
0: people the who people work at who work the stadiums. The
1: people who work at the stadiums. The people, I, I don't know, there's probably so many little tentacles this touches. But nobody cares about them.
0: No, nobody does.
1: It, like I said, it's not just a baseball thing. It's, it's, a, you know, it, it just, it's sad. You knew it was coming. You told me this, you know, long time ago. How long it – now, I will say this. If, for whatever reason, the season gets lost, or you have, like, a 70-game season, you know, like, like – Like 20 of, was. All right. Yeah. Then I think there could be some problems. Now, will people come back eventually? It's just like the Flyers. Like, you were telling me about how they had 5,000 people. Okay, I get it. They stink Two years from now, or next year, if the Flyers are back in in playoff contention or whatever the hell they are, people will go back. That's what fans do, Kevin. You know, fans who were so ticked off about the Sixers, about Ben Simmons and this and that. And, and, you know, now, God, you probably can't get a Sixers ticket. No. You know, so that's what fans do, and and they know that. Segue. Problem.
0: All right. Let's segue then to the Sixers. Um, you know, obviously they're three and zero since the Harden uh, since Harden's debut. Uh, they play the night. They play tomorrow in Miami. They got Cleveland and Miami back to back, and then they're in this stretch where they're going to get tested a bit. But you know, so far Harden and Embiid at least have looked on the same page, which is the best. And Maxi has just been incredible to this point. And, they and
1: Tobias hasn't.
0: And Tobias apparently will not play the night, or it sounds like he's doubtful to play yeah, the night because he's down, yeah, not feeling down. good.
1: Yeah, the thing we can't do with this and i know we're going to because that's how we are you can't take it game by game and make judgments on it's like the Phillies mm-hmm. when the Phillies are playing and they lose a game on a Friday night and everybody's ready to jump off a bridge and then they win on you, you can't do that with this it's not one of the they, they they're going to hit you know some kind of a speed bump at some point it might be tonight it might, be, might be the west night. coast
0: probably the west coast trip
1: well, but but maybe they won't. Right? You know, maybe they'll surprise us and they'll go. Maybe they really are just good. Maybe, um, you know, it, it. Maybe they are going to make a deep run in the, in, in the thing. I, I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying as people, I think, are getting carried away for all the right reasons, and that's what we do as fans, and that's what we do in Philadelphia. And when you're all in, because we know, remember this, Kevin. We're talking about a franchise now. Think about this. With all the bad franchises we've had in this town, the Phillies are losing this team in the history of sports. The Flyers haven't been relevant for over a decade. The Sixers have been past the second round of the playoffs one time since
0: 1983. Once. Twice. Once since 85. They got to the conference final, I think, in 85. But go ahead.
1: I'm not so sure, but you might be right. But uh, I don't think they did. But you might be right. I could be wrong. But, okay, twice then. Okay, no. once since 85. All I'm saying is, the Flyers have been the four Stanley Cup finals yeah. since then. Um, so anyway, I, I, my feeling is that we, we have, we, I mean, if you listen to talk radio, and that sometimes can be a bad thing, I mean, you know, make way for the parade. Here we come. Now, I, you know, personally, like, if the Sixers get to the East finals and somehow don't beat the Bucs or Miami or whomever might be there, okay you know, we'll, we'll get ready for next year. We'll try to do it again next year. They're a better team now than they were last year when they had a, a good Ben Simmons. Right. Not the Ben Simmons who didn't play for him for five months. Right. They're obviously a much better team than they were the first four months. What that means, the East is goofy. There's a lot of good. This team could lose in the second round again, and it might not even be an upset. No. So that's all I'm saying. is, But, but I, hey, how can you not like what you've seen?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean go on. No, you on. can't.
0: You yeah, can't. It's you know. Um They are they are entertaining. That's the best part I could say about the Sixers. They are entertaining at this point.
1: Yeah. And and James Harden is doing what you like I said, you have two of the best ten players in the league, and they haven't had that since nineteen eighty three or eighty four or eighty five, whenever they had, you know, Moses and a good doc. Uh you know, so hey, look. Let's ride it. But I'm just saying is They've got 21 games left, I believe.
0: Yeah, something and, like and that. And
1: nobody thinks. I don't know if they're going to finish first, second, third. Who the hell knows? Uh, but let's just, you know, don't, don't like if they have a clunker of a game, you know, tomorrow night or whatever. Uh, yeah, don't get all bent out of shape the other way. Just, you know, 21 games. How? Wh- what do you think they'll go in those 21 games?
0: 14 and seven?
1: Six. I, go,
0: I think them. it's like. I think they'll probably go fifteen. Uh, well, sixteen and five, maybe. That's a lot, Kevin. Yeah, Six, 16 and five's a lot. I know. I'm just saying. I there's a lot of bad teams.
1: I see. I haven't looked at the schedule, so I don't know what their, their schedule is. I know this much. I think Miami's a pretty good team. I, I'm not saying they're great. I think Miami's real, and I like their coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still think the Bucks are the Bucks. I think it's tough for teams to repeat because they just did it. Boston's been playing really great. Uh who am I leaving at the, There's one other team that that I think Cleveland that, um, uh, I know but I I can't see Cleveland beating them in a series. Oh, well, Chicago. I, and Chicago's record against good teams is like 5 and 15. And I'm not saying that doesn't mean they're not a good team. I'm just saying is they've beaten a lot of bad teams, mm-hmm. but the the three teams like and I don't I don't know what to make in the Nets. I have no
0: All right. freaking clue. Here's their schedule. Cleveland tonight. At, nah, nah, don't do no, this.
1: Hold on, because yeah, we'll see no, there. We'll, I'm gonna
0: we'll I'm gonna give you the highlights. This stretch coming up, the next three, uh, the next four nights are against teams that are all contenders. Cleveland at Miami, Chicago, and Brooklyn. Three of the four at home.
1: After What's the road, the road games Miami.
0: The road games Miami, the Bulls, okay. the Nets, and the. Okay. Right. Uh, I can see him
1: going three and one, but Kyrie will be playing in that game. Uh, if they went 2-2, two and two, like, I wouldn't but, – but I'm telling you right now, Kevin, if they win tomorrow night in Miami, the town will be planning – the parade route will be in, in Sunday's paper.
0: They have one game against Milwaukee at the end of the month at home. Right. Uh, A game at Phoenix at the – That's
1: another thing. If they beat Milwaukee again after beating them the last time, yeah. same, same scenario. They
0: They're have-
1: playing at Phoenix –
0: they're at Phoenix at the end, the final game of a three game West Coast swing, which is Lakers. What are the
1: first What are the first two games of that swing?
0: Lakers and Clippers. Okay. Laper, Lakers Clippers and the Lakers aren't a big deal. They they. So you're sh-
1: not even. Leave, but you're not making three cities. You're only going to two cities, right?
0: They get my okay. They get Miami at home one more time, right? Oh, uh, I'm trying to see. They get Denver here once. They get Dallas here once. A lot of their, a lot of their tough games are going to be at home.
1: Yeah, but they haven't played well at home this year. No, but, but
0: they're playing better at change. home now. Yeah,
1: that might change. I mean, here's the thing. I don't know. Obviously, last year we all thought getting the one seed was important. Turned out not to be. I would still rather see them finish as high as they can, whether that's one, two, three, whatever. But I don't know, especially with the uncertainty with the Nets, with where's like you might finish higher, right? And get a worse matchup.
0: Mike, Mike, positive. I I think the magic number for them if they want to get the one seed is going to be 54. And, right, and and fifty four, and and that would be six. That would be sixteen wins, and that's going to be can tough. you
1: Get there, Kevin. And what I'm saying is, yeah. let's say the four or five matchup for whatever reason is the Celtics Bucks. I'm just throwing it out there. Sold each or the Nets beat the four or five seed, you know, or they, they, I guess the Nets would if they were in the play in round, the, they the, the Nets,
0: the Nets yeah, would end up being probably the eight seed. Yeah.
1: I mean, you could get the Nets in round one. You could. And I'm not saying I would be afraid of it, but I'm afraid of Kevin so, Durant. That's a
0: pretty, it's a pretty big booby prize if you get the number one seed. Yeah.
1: And, and I think New York just changed its rules today. Yeah. And I, yeah. I, I didn't see a story, but I think this might actually allow Kyrie to play. I'm not. I'm not 100% sure on that, but, you know, hey, look.
0: Um, Let me me race through these last couple things before we say goodbye. Um, Amari Cooper going to get released by the Cowboys. Should the Eagles have interest?
1: Depends what he costs. Let's say this. If Jalen Hurts is going to be your quarterback next year, you might be able to afford him. Yeah. If uh, the guy from Seattle. Well,
0: Russell Wilson apparently is not getting moved.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just saying. But somebody, if there's another quarterback, you know, if you're going to move for Deshaun Watson in two months or what, I I don't, all I'm saying is as long as you have Jalen at $2 million, mm-hmm. then you can do some of these things. Uh, I still think the Eagles need a receiver. I agree. A, a good receiver, not a, not Quez Watkins. And I'm not knocking Quez Watkins. And I'm not, Jalen Rager is what Jalen Rager is. If, yeah, to me, if you brought Amari Cooper in here, and you had Wilson as your quarterback. That's pretty good setup, but I don't think you can have both. I could be wrong.
0: Um, uh, and finally, the Flyers. Uh, we're still three weeks away from the NHL trade deadline. Nothing's going to happen with Claude Giroux until he plays his one thousandth game, which will be probably around St. Patrick's Day here. Um, boy, what a mess! They've won three games since the since the first of the year. They, Kevin,
1: they haven't scored a five-on-three goal this all season. Season, like fifty-four minutes of five-on-three. Yep. Think about that. That's pretty tough. You, you and I could probably put one. Yeah. Past yeah. some dumbfound. I, I, Kevin, yep. they yep. are, but they're only a couple pieces away. And look, they have ten players. Ten of their players are out. I understand that's a lot in anybody's world, but still, they yep. they just. They they don't have enough goal scores. They never have enough goal scores. Then when they score goals, they give up five. They yep. give up. They give up giveaways in their own end with four seconds left in the period. How can that
0: happen? Uh, it's Because they're bad. Yes, so. they
1: are. And you'll have a new coach next year. Yep. And Danny Briere might be your GM at some point. I, I don't know. And uh, Claude Drew will be playing Colorado, hopefully, hopefully for a team that can that can maybe get him
0: to a final or something. Yep. All right, Michael. That's it. We're done. So
1: Uh, it's been real, and we will talk again soon. We
0: will talk again soon. Thank you, Michael.
1: Jensen wants us to come to New York. By the way,
0: I'm seriously thinking about it.
1: I'll tell you what. I'll tell you this much: if Giuliano goes, I'll make it a road trip.
0: Okay. We'll talk. Okay, babe. Thanks, man. Our thanks to Mike Jensen for joining us, and our thanks to you for joining us. Had a lot of fun this week. We'll see you next week. This is Vim. going to Beat.